the book of Acts, the book of Acts, and we're going to read from verses 21 through 28. We have NIVs here. If you didn't bring your Bible or you use electronic uh, uh, Bible, uh, Acts chapter 21, chapter, chapter 20, sorry, and we're going to read from verse 17 uh, to 28. 17, did I say? Yeah. So, uh, what are we talking about? As you know, we have uh, our congregational affairs coming, coming next, uh, next month. And so, last, last Sunday, we, we, we kind of discussed a little bit of the call of the church. What's the purpose of this assembly? Amen. Why do we come together every Sunday? What should, should we be doing as a church? And, and, and uh, uh, the purpose that we have as a church. you remember what we, what we, what we spoke last, last Sunday? Giving it the best. Giving it the best. Amen. For the Lord. We, huh? To be committed. Amen. That's also share Christ. Three things. Amen. Three things we talk about, the call we have as a church. But it's also important that as we go, we're going to be electing uh, men and women to, to take different uh, roles within the church and the, and the church leadership, uh, I, want, I, I would love to speak about the offices that are to be fulfilled. Some of them are elders, some of them are deacons. And because the way we do things here, uh, we, we, this is kind of like a democracy, here. Uh, it's not how it's said in the Bible. I want to be, be pretty clear about that. But this is the way we've been doing things here. Amen. So I just pray this, and this, I ask you this, church. Pray before you submit certain name. It's not because I like so-and-so and I'm going to propose so-and-so to be an, an elder or a deacon. No. Pray before. Pray because that's the way uh, these elders of all did. They went, they prayed, they fast, and they waited until the Holy Spirit spoke. That's very important. Because if once we have uh, officers elected, uh, there's no turning back. We have to march forward. And if we are not in unity as a church, then it's really hard to accomplish things, Right? And, and, and it's, not a, it's not about being a yes ma'am uh, or no sir men and women. It's about being united in will also. That's the most important thing. That our purposes are the same. That our goals are, are the same. That, uh, that our desires as church are the same. That is the unity that I'm talking about. It's not that we're going to agree in everything because that's not the way... I mean, if we have agreement in everything, there might be a problem. But we have agreement in the fact that we want the same things. And we have it easy because what we want was laid out by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. He told us already what we have to do. Amen. So this is Paul, uh, and he's addressing the church of Ephesus. And this is the last time he's going to see them. And he called them. So in verse 17, it says, From 
Miletus, or Miletus, Paul sent to Ephesus for the elders of the church. So today we're going to be speaking about the office of the elder. Probably next Sunday we're going to talk about the deacons and some other offices. Amen. When they arrived, he said to them, this is so important, pay close attention. You know how I lived the whole time I was with you from the first day I came into the province of Asia. I served the Lord with great humility and with tears. Underline that statement. I served the Lord with great humility and with tears. If you're going to be an elder, this is key. Serve the Lord with great humility and with tears. Although I was severely tested by the plots of the Jews, you know that I have not hesitated to preach anything that would be helpful to you but have taught you publicly and from house to house. Underline that statement. You know that I have not hesitated to preach anything that will be helpful to you, but have taught you publicly from house to house. 21, I have declared to both Jews and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, compelled by the Spirit, I'm going to Jerusalem, not knowing that will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me if only I may finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the gospel of God's grace. Amen. We have a, we have a, a, a call in front of us, uh, and it's so important uh, that we are, like I said before, united in, in the purpose and the wants and the desires of the Lord. That's why I, you know, we have an excellent team of elders in this church. Do you know who our elders are? You know the four of them? You know them? Well, you just live with one of them, right? <laughs> you know them. <laughs> Amen. So, so... But since you have the freedom to propose someone to be elder, I want you to keep these things in mind. Come with me to the book of 1 Timothy. And in Timothy and also in Titus, Paul set the standard for the office of an elder. So 1 Timothy, we're going to read in chapter 3. And then we're going to, you know, some of these points, we're going to stay there for a little bit, and then we'll we'll move forward. 1 Timothy, right? That's what I said? Yeah, 1 Timothy 3. Okay, 1 Timothy. Here you are. And it says, uh, this is what, and this is so important to you, church. Well, Alan, I know this, this conversation, I mean, and this is, this, is, this is my charge to you, church. This is my charge to Palestine Christian Church. That each one of us should live, like, up to these standards. 
My charge to you as a church is that each one of us, in spite of, well, you know, if I'm going to be, if I'm not going to be, no. That each one of us, as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ and as Christians, should live up to these standards. Amen. So you examine your own life. I told you many times, the Word of God is like a mirror. We see before the mirror, and if there's something that needs to be corrected with humility, we acknowledge that there's something that needs to be corrected in my lifestyle, in the way I handle my family, in the way I handle my marriage affairs, in the way I handle my neighbors, my businesses affairs, etc. Amen. So this is Paul, and he says to Timothy, chapter 3, it says, uh, Here is a trustworthy saying. If anyone sets his heart on, on being an overseer, he desires a noble task. Now, what's the key word there? I don't know about you, but for me, the key word is desire. Somebody's calling myself. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> desire. If you want to be, this is important, that someone, and why, why am I addressing this? Because of the way we do these things here. You know, we write the name of so-and-so to be elected as an elder. But it's important that that person should desire to be a bishop, to be an elder, right? There has to be a desire in me to serve the body of Christ. There has to be a desire of me to carry the burdens of the church. Listen carefully. To carry the burdens of the church. Right? There should be a desire in me. He desires a noble task. Now, the overseer must be above reproach. One, the husband of but one wife. Two, temperate. Three, self-control. Fourth, respectable. Five, hospitable, able to teach. And if you study the Greek word from this part, able to teach also means teachable. Yeah. Amen. Able to teach, meaning that I have, I can teach, which is not a big deal because this is a skill that can be developed, right? But to me, the most important part is that the elder should also be teachable. Humble to acknowledge, hey, I got that one wrong. I got that one wrong. Amen. Are you excited right now? You're like in a final test. Your faces are like, let oh, me better be taking notes. <laughs> no, we're not going to run a quiz at the end of the, amen. I just want to set this in your heart. Amen. So then, uh, not given to drunkenness, drunkenness. Not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. He must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him with proper respect. If anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? Six, he must not be a recent convert or he might become conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil. I'm going to talk about this a little bit more. He must also have a good reputation with outsiders, so that he will not fall 
into disgrace and into the devil's trap. Amen. So these are some of the, uh, like I said, these are some of the things Paul, some of the standards that Paul laid out for those men who are, who have the desire to fulfill the office of the elder. So we're going to talk about two things quickly. One is the function of the office. What are the elders supposed to be doing? Right? What are the elders supposed to be doing? Number one. And number two, what is the character that is required to fulfill those functions or those offices? Quickly. So I wrote this from Acts 20. <coughs> Sorry. Come with me. And this is the last one. By the way, this is just my introduction, and I'm just going to read this last one, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay it out, okay? So, uh, Acts 20, we were there, 20, and we're going to read verse 17, Acts 20 again. Uh, I won't go into, that, into much detail, just 28. And we just read about, we just read this, pa 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 Okay, 28, verse 28, Acts 20, verse 28. This is, these are the functions of the, of the, elder, the elders. 28, Acts 20, verse 28. Keep watch over yourself and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. One, be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. Uh, I know that after I leave... Savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Even from your own number, men will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. So be on your guard. This is Paul speaking to the elders. Remember that for three years I never stopped warning each of you night and day with, with tears. So the main function of the office of the elder is to be watchful. It's to be alert of what's going on around the, the church. Uh, I won't go there for the, for the sake of time, but in the book of Titus, Titus uses the word sound doctrine, which, which means that one of the main functions of the elders is to be watching over the doctrine that is being presented to the church. Not only to me, I'm, account, I'm accountable to the other elders in the church, but also to the men and women in this place that have, have been given a platform to teach the word of God, whether to children, whether to youth, and whether to adults. Amen. So we need to be elders, we need to be watchful of what's going on in the Sunday school class, what's going on in the youth group class, what's going on in the... Uh, adult Sunday school class, because we need to know, we, we need to make sure that what is being presented to the flock, it's in accordance to sound doctrine. Let me ask you something. You think gay marriage is sound doctrine? A lot of churches preach that. I wonder where were their elders when that passed along? Or heavy drinking, or so much crazy stuff going on, going on around our churches. 
But someone was in charge to watch over that flock. Because let me ask you something else. Do you trust me? I can guarantee you, you folks, Palestine Christian Church, trust me. And if one of these days I come with a crazy doctrine, you will probably say, well, Pastor Adam, he's a nice guy. He doesn't mean any harm. How do you know I'm not a, I'm not a sheep dressed in wolf clothes, clothing? Uh, uh, vice versa. I might be the other one. The other one. I don't know. Thank you, guys. This church loves me. They put up with my Spanglish. You have no idea. Or English pang. Or I don't know. So the thing is, that's why Paul went from church to church, from town to town, and he, were, he went appointing elders and commissioned them, commissioned them to, to watch over the flock because from within them, did you read that line? Because from within the church, he says, wolves will come. They won't come from outside. Really, the danger is that the men and women you trust are the ones that the devil can snare, the devil can trick to start teaching crazy stuff and misguiding the church to a cliff. I feel so bad when I, when I see huge denominations now embracing things that are not biblical. How did this happen? Well, be honest with you, someone might, might have allowed those teachings, those doctrines to cripple in the church. Who, who is to blame for? Elders. If I can use the word blame, elders were responsible to watch over that. Amen. Two things I want to point out because of time. Alan, Pastor Alan, what are you why are you talking about this? Because you might have someone in mind to fulfill the office of an elder. You might be thinking about someone, because it's the way we do things here. We, we write a name and we, we, we present it, and then we have a vote. Right? But before you vote and before you, you submit a certain name, I want you to be aware of these things and ask yourself, do this person fulfill these characteristics or no? If not, listen to what I'm going to say. If not, don't do them any harm because the only one that is going to get hurt is that men and women who's who doesn't have yet the capacity to fulfill the office. See, two times Paul says, because the devil will come and snare him, because the devil will come and trap him. Right? So we do things we do, and I want, I want to lay out this teaching because I will love to protect those men or women in case of deacons that are going to be presented, but they still have, haven't gotten to this degree, right? Two things, quickly. Uh, are you excited? You still have that face like you're in a final class somewhere. <laughs> or you're just going like checking boxes. <laughs> Anyways. All right, blameless, not reproach, not accused of anything by anyone. This is hard. If you go back to Honduras, I'll receive a lot of accusations. But good things, you don't know anybody, you don't speak Spanish. So that, I got that one. 
but blameless is one. But in the community, in the community, you should be blameless, right? Well, with Google Translator, probably that, that might be an issue for me. Okay. I just want to, okay. Vigilant, this means temperate, which means clear-headed, no explosive, or, yeah, that's what, that's what it means. It's not something, oh, it's going to be my way or the highway. No, that's not, that cannot be allowed in the eldership position. Sober, have control of body and mind and emotionally stable. Make sure the name you're going to bring is, is an emotionally stable person, meaning that he, want, he, want, he or her won't explode with, 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 when it's challenged and when pressure is around. Good behavior well, uh, you know, has well-ordered life. This is key. This is key. Now, here to this one. Hospitable. Hospitable. I, want the, I, I really would love our elders to be, well, they are, but the ones you bring, hospitable. I'm going to show you what not hospitable. And this is not that, hey, I'm going to spend the night in your house. This is not what it means. This is, I'm going to model to you, quickly. That's not hospitable. Uh, what, what is hospitable? You come in, hey, how's it going, brother? Call. Hey, hey, hey you see me, I'm, 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 I'm good at this, hospitable. How you doing? Doing okay? Hey, hey, happy birthday, brother. I saw a picture on Facebook with you and your three grandkids. You're talking about tracking, right? Hey, man. Hey, good to see you. Thank you for your card. Thank you for your uh, pastor appreciation card. Gene, how's it going? How's that leg going? Better? That's the attitude, girl. Hey, you're the coolest RB boy. I didn't want to say that. I don't know if it's... No? Okay, I'm telling you right now. Hey, man, it's so good to see you, brother. I'm really, and this I mean, I'm not just playing the part, but I'm really excited to see you getting well and well. Dustin, good to see you, brother. Hi. How's it going? This is hospitable. Right? What's the point? We need to be caring. Your concerns are my concerns. You know? I sign myself to this office because I'm going to submit to the Lord Jesus Christ to carry your burdens. Your worries are my worries. You, you can ask my wife all day, I'm thinking, honey, can you do me a favor? Can you call Penny? Can you do this? Can you call the other? Can you text the other one? Can you do this? Why? I, I don't know why, but your worries are my worries, and I truly mean it. And I know our elders carry the same feeling that your things, your, when you rejoice, I'm rejoicing. But when you're challenged, you're going through a surgery, you're going to, man, I'm, 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 I'm thinking about you, I'm praying for you, I'm sharing with you, amen, your burdens. And that is what hospitable means. It's not only just being a social butterfly, but it's truly, you know, 
getting, being involved in church families' affairs. I don't mean being nosy, but mean that if I find out that you're going through something, boy, you can count on me. At least I'm going to be there praying for you. Right? That is what hospitable is. You want to say something, sir? Yes. How can you tell the difference in hospitality and a sheep's clothing? Uh, it's, 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 that's a good question. Did you hear the question? How can you tell the difference in the hospitality in a sheep clothing? By its fruits. Amen. And by fruits, I mean, I mean, you will see me steady in my character. Okay, you will see the elder or the person steady. Like he's always the same, right? It's not like one Sunday he's smiling, next Sunday he's, he's uh, how do you call that expression? We say in Spanish, empurrado, but how do you say that in English? Like, like, uh, like bitter, I don't know. Amen. So that's hospitable, right? Okay, apt to teach and teachable. That, I told that already, and it's pretty plain. Not a striker, not a bruiser, ready, not, a, not ready for a blow, or not quick to argue. Not a brawler, brawler, not contentious, uh, not covet, covetous of money, not loving of money. Right? Why? Because they are making decisions about how to run the church finances. Right? And it's not that, I don't want, we don't want the conflict of interest, right? Amen, with, with the church finances. So that's important. Not a novice. A novice is the word that the King James uses, which means newly planted. And I, wanna, I, wanna, I, I would like to spend a minute here. Why? Come with me again quickly, and I promise this is, this is the last one, and I'm going to close. Uh, we want to... We wanna, we want to induct Andy to the Hall of Fame of Palestine Christian Church. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're such a blessing, Andy. And this is why. It says, uh, not giving, da, 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 he must manage his own family. He must not be a recent convert, or he might become conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil. Why? Okay, let me be pretty plain here with this one. One of the advantages Millie and I have to minister to you is we don't know any of you. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't know any of you when we came. So I didn't know your past, your mistakes. So I, I, just, I just love you guys. Because I, really, I have nothing against you. Right. But if I ask each one of you about so-and-so, oh, yeah, I went to school with her. And depending on the tone, you kind of know what's going on, right? Oh, uh, yeah, you know. The faces, like, mm, like, you know. So, if you feel the need to prove yourself, then you're going to be an easy prey for Satan. And he's going to eat you alive. And I don't want that. When someone comes newly planted, is what it means, right? It, it pride is easily, uh, it's, it's easily, it's easy, it's easy to get prideful because folks, 
is in our carnal DNA. All of us deal with that stuff. Why? That's the nature we inherited from Adam. So, you know, we start giving people platform and, and giving, giving charge. We also should be prayerful for them. That pride won't sneak in because this is what the devil is going to tell you. And I'm telling you because he told me this many times. Oh, you can do better. You're more talented. Oh, if I were you, I would have done this in a different way. See, the, the thing that are going wrong is because your pastor made a mistake. See, I should have preached that message differently. And, 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 and if I allowed myself to that trap, I'm going to puff up. And I'm going to believe the tale that I'm better. But listen to me. You might be better. But God did not call us to that. Remember the mom of the disciples asked, Hey, Jesus, make sure that James and John are seated at your right and your left hand in the kingdom of God. And Jesus says, woman, you, know, you have no clue what you're asking for. And if you want to be the greatest in the kingdom of God, you should be the lowest serving your peers. Hey, my pastor, he's a not highly educated man. I think he finished high school. Therefore, there's some weaknesses in his ministry that Millie and I acknowledge. But we didn't, we didn't got there to prove ourselves better. We got there to serve the man. And when God sees you submitted to authority, I can guarantee you promotion is on its way. We are called to be submitted to authority. Are there men and women that can do this job better than I? thousands. Are they among you? Yes. But God called me. How can I, just ask yourself, how can this guy from Honduras ended up being a preacher there? Only God can do these things, folks. I barely speak, spoke English. You, 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 I mean, just because you love me, you, you put up with a lot of things. Right? And when you submit to authority, why, why do you think Millie and I are here now? We didn't come to Christ five years ago. We've been in Christ 25 years. Just having a senior role in the past three years. But what, what have we been doing for the past 20 years? Serving men and women. Carrying bags. Lifting up. Pastor, how can I help you? Do you want me to clean your car? You want me to do this? What can I do for you? Not asking for these positions, but in humbleness being promoted because God's paying attention. He's looking at you. He's checking the boxes. He's humble. He doesn't, he doesn't talk about his pastor on his back. He's always praying for him. He's trying to serve. Why? Because everything you sow, you will reap. Amen. Are you excited? Yeah? So why am I saying this? Okay, does that have to do with just the people that are going to do the elders? No. This has to do with each one of you. Each one of us should be aiming for that standard like Paul spoke in the book of Timothy. Amen. So check yourself. I'm not blaming you. I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers. If you find yourself that you need to grow in some things, hey, grace is available. Grace is is available. Amen. 
So yeah, and the last one, good reputation. Good reputation and community. With, Bible says with outsiders, meaning people that are not in church. Right? That's important also. Amen. So that's the office of the elder. Did I help? Sir? Yeah? Amen. Uh, I, wanna, I would love to... Uh, there's a few names that have been proposed for the office of elders. I'm, I'm really excited about them. I believe with all my heart that they are qualified for the office. Amen. And I just ask our elders... <clears throat> and it's not like you guys are not doing it. Let's love the people. Amen. Let's love our congregations. Let's, uh, let's be hospitable. Let's, uh, and it's not like we are not. It's just a friendly reminder. We need to continue being loving, careful. And friends, when you sign up for the office of the elder, you're not come, you, you did not come to serve Palestine Christian Church you came to serve the Lord Jesus. Amen. We are serving Jesus. And here I go again. One day, I'm going to be in front of him. I want to be called good, faithful. That's, that's, that's what I'm aiming. I'm striving for that. Good, faithful servant. You, make, you made a few mistakes here and there, but you did your best. Amen. Praise God. So who wants to be an elder? <laughs> no, that's not the way we do it here. Amen. In Jesus' name. So what we, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to close it up. We're going to have communion. And after communion, I'm going to invite Andy and Mary. Uh, and if you're here also, and if you want